This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, Georgie, check for Dadsy, you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. <laughs> only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery free and term supply. See mcdonalds.com. Leicester City have a penalty kick in the six minutes of injury time. Injury time. Injury time. Look out, takes. Almunia saves. Look out, follows in. Almunia saves again. And now Watford are on the counter-attack. Forestieri. Oh, I don't believe this. Here's Hawk. Dini. I do not believe what I've just seen. Troy Dini has scored from a Leicester penalty that was saved by Almunia. Do not scratch your eyes. Do not scratch your eyes. Do not scratch your eyes. Good afternoon, everybody. Yes, very frustrating at the end. And yet a game that I strangely probably enjoyed more than I did on Monday night. Not the result, the game and the performance and the uh, uh, the tempo that the game was played. But obviously, I think it was on, well, I know it was on this, this, uh, this podcast. I think it was Josh about two weeks ago said, we keep leaving men unmarked at the far post at corners. And I mentioned the fact that we had a penchant for doing that in, uh, in, in open play. But if it was Josh, Josh, you absolutely called it. Justin, sir. Hello, Peter. Hello, sir. I'm sure everybody's going to be very disappointed because of the result. But what were your thoughts on, on, the, on the performance, the tempo of the game? Etc. Obviously, it's going to be mixed feelings because right at the death, we could have perhaps snatched it if we'd have had if the ball had just fallen for us in the box. But such are the margins of football. What were your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, as a game, it was okay. I thought, I mean, Keenan Davis is rapidly becoming one of my bet noirs. I just, I don't see it. I don't see what he's bringing to the team. I think the substitution of loser was a bit bizarre. I, I, I don't know. I'm very, I'm very disappointed, Peter, because I think we had our tails up after Monday, and that another day maybe a draw or win for us. But look, that was that was pretty poor, and you've got to think that Spilich is on the thinnest of ice now. Although it's not really maybe a managerial problem today, he's not getting a tune out of these players. So yeah, massively disappointing actually. I know you, you, you thought it was a, a fairly good performance. That probably makes it even more disappointing in a way. I, I do question Backman as well. Had he maybe commanding his area better for that corner? I don't know. It's just massively disappointing. I feel sorry for the fans that went up there. I think, my friend, this is going to be a long one. 
this evening. That's my <laughs> thoughts. Well, 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 we'll see. It depends what everybody wants to wants to say, what their thoughts are, what the comments are. One thing for absolutely certain, as ever, guys, 10 out of 10 for all of those travelling fans who went up to Bramall Lane in that lower tier, have been there, done it. It's no joy coming away when, you, when you've lost. I think my two were 3-0 and 4-0 coming away from there. So it's, it's frustrating. The bits I like were the tempo. It was an end-to-end game. It was a game where two teams were having a knock at each other. It'll be interesting to see what people think. Was that, if you watch the corner on, on the replay, it's one of those which is like, uh, I think Gareth Southgate started it, where everybody kind of joins in a line from the penalty spot to the edge of the penalty box and then sort of split out. And it was from there that Ollie McBurney peeled round to the far post and nobody went with him. Now, people, uh, please come on and tell me, if that's something that Backman should have come and got and claimed it, Fine. Let us know. Let us know your thoughts on uh, on where we think R- responsibility isn't isn't the right word today. Because I thought we had a bloody good go, and I think it was a game of fine margins. But let us know absolutely everything that you are you guys are thinking. Let's go to the first caller there. Let's go to somebody who normally by this time would be yomping across Shortywood Common, as we know, uh, Mr. John Pars. Though John, sir, if you hit your mic button, let us know what your thoughts were on the, on the game up at Bramall Lane. Yeah. Hi, Peter. Uh, hi, Justin. Yeah, I'm, got, I'm probably going to be. I watch it with my dad, and I might be able to get him on once he's out the toilet. But he's, I think he's doing Uncle Ron style at the moment, just hiding. But, uh, I don't know what that's coming um, for, but okay. So, so I've watched it on a very good stream. I'm probably going to be against the tide with a lot of people's comments today and definitely against Justin's point of view. And my, my message is do not panic. I actually thought that was a really good performance with application effort, control, started to see patterns play. We were a centre-forward short of scoring. Davis should have had a hat-trick, and that's the only concern. But, I mean, if we'd got one, I I think we would have won. So the goal was a joke. Okay, it went in at the other end, and it was unlucky. We had one or two of those that are in and just didn't go in. I would say that is a performance that I can sit here and say that going forward, I feel a lot more comfortable and confident of where we're building to. And it was just one of those days today and that's honestly the way I saw it yeah. What do you think we are building to, though, John? Because <laughs> I, I can't see that we've got any real hopes of any kind of promotion this season. Uh, now. I, I, I don't know, Justin. I mean, listen, I think I've expressed I've got concerns over Billich long-term, but I'm, I'm never one to call for a manager, but I, I you know, look at it. and I, I don't know. Did Javi win today? Did he get a win today? Probably did, didn't oh, he? I'll go, I'll go and have a look. Yeah, but what are we building towards? I, I saw from Monday to today just starting to get momentum. I know Lisa went off, but he's just back to me. 65 minutes. I was expecting him to, have, to come off about that time anyway. So we know he looked generally solid. We're playing a good team today, right? At home, who really had to dig something out again. They were starting to panic a bit. And so it was a really hard-fought game. And that was probably one of the toughest games. And I thought we were controlling a lot of it. And I was listening to the Sheffield United stream and they were worried. They were concerned. They could see our quality. And I think what we're building towards is just getting that momentum going. And I think if we do get into playoffs, and I really think we will, and I just wouldn't, that's what I mean by don't panic. I think it's it's about progression from here now. I think we could be set up to do well. You know, I've had concerns, but today I just saw a lot of good in it, really. You know, we were flowing a little bit. And honestly, I mean, you'll have to watch it back again. But I mean, Davis, you know, it's like he's really strong and he just let himself get pushed off. It could have been a foul, but it was too, too weak. The header, he should have scored near the free header. Would you, so, would you start with Davis next week or would you change it? Who, who are we playing next week? I think this is the point. It's, we're, it's Preston, isn't it? Is it Preston? We're Preston. Yeah, it's Preston. Preston at home. Mm, interesting. It looked quite interesting with Joe just in that last minute. Do you know what I mean? The way he, his movement. 
and with Pedro. And I think that's almost like what you'd like up there. But sometimes you need Davies' physicality. I get that at times as well. But I think he, he might need a rest. I would switch it around, yeah. Especially at home. I'd bring it on, then you can bring bring Davies back in. So, so I'm, and I'm sorry, with gets... a Sombolonga or a Rouge? Oh, oh a Sombolonga. Oh, I mean, let, you know, all day long a Sombolonga. Let's get... Um, no, that that guy, I mean, I'm sorry. He's taking up a space on the bench that should be for someone else. I'd have Adeyemo in or I'd have Aspria on that bench all day long. Sorry. I, I, Britt should be nowhere near the pitch again. No, I think Araujo. I, I'd have Araujo up there and I think him, with Loser in the team, with Pedro in the team, I think Araujo could be spectacular. I mean, that's what he's meant to be. And we need some goals. And he's meant to be a sniffer and a goal scorer, right? And Davies isn't doing it. So we need we need someone to start scoring some... You know, I mean, I know we did well last week against, against West Brom, but I think definitely at home, I would definitely have him on. Then you've got the option of, of having a bit of physicality later. I don't know. What do you guys think? I thought when we then changed it and we brought on a Sombolonga and then we brought on a Rouge, it's at the, at the point... Obviously, he's got to try and change something. It's not worked. He's trying to force something. But you're naturally trying to bomb on even more than we have been trying trying to do for the last 75 minutes before they got their goal. And I thought the lack of physicality kind of cost us for a little while. And then they kind of got the the idea that actually it had to go via Sar, it had to go via Pedro. We had to try to get the ball and try to keep it in wide areas. The problem is, is when it goes into the mixer, you need to have somebody who's then going to go and mix and match, you know, at, at, at that particular point. And you, we had a Sombolonga who at the moment, at the moment, but we know that players can turn them ar- themselves around. We'll talk about Mario Gaspar in a minute, but we don't have the physicality and he feels like, you know, as, as with a Sombolonga, he, he just feels at, at the moment a bit like a busted flush at the moment. And it's very, very frustrating. I, I will I will go to, I, know, I think what we're going to ask for i'm going to give uh, each caller a player and i would like a mark out of 10 for them we did this last year when we just lost 5-1 to uh, to man city and we, we we included people who hadn't seen the game so even if you haven't seen the game you're going to get asked for a mark out of 10 for somebody i'm going to start with you john what mark out of 10 would you give for mario gaspar playing at right back today oh, i thought you were going to ask me about davis no 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 oh no 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 i'll hold that um, back. i'll hold that back yeah, I, um, I think I think he was a solid seven. Um, I'm I'm liking Gaspar and a lot of things he's doing. I think it was a tough game for him. I think he's a he's a solid seven. Yeah. Before I go, can cool. I just um, see if I can please my dad please say hello? <laughs> he's, we're he's gonna be seeing. We're gonna somewhere. be. We, we, he, does he scoot often, Mister Parslow Senior? <laughs> yeah, I don't know when he can. Do you want to say hello, Dad? This is the this is the do not scratch your eyes podcast guys hello there hello, hello sir how are how you, are you? What, yeah a good wh- game today you, yeah. you enjoyed it you enjoyed it despite well, the result I really yeah really did enjoy today yeah i think they were really up for it and uh we were bloody unlucky that's what i think very unlucky we could have got one in the last moment but it wanted to be uh, yeah, yeah it, it it just didn't fall for us did it in no, that last no, in that we last didn't minute. Have that luck we didn't have oh. that luck but never so, mind. Mr. Mr. Parslow Senior, sir, could I ask you one question? Yes. What's your favourite number? My favourite number? Your favourite number? Uh, what, 1 to 10 or what? 1 to 100. All right, 23. 23. There goes, there's Mr. Parslow Senior, squad number 23. So yeah. we're going to have you, we're going to have you into the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes squad because it was an excellent debut appearance, sir, and it's lovely to have you here. Yeah, thank you very much. Wonderful yeah. stuff, wonderful stuff. You have a good evening there. Have a good yeah, evening. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. I hope so. Yeah. Wonderful. Care, there, there's Mr. Parslow Senior. Cheers, John. There we go. And there we go. You can, get, you, 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 can get, you can get a squad number that easily. Yes, 
we're that easily pleased. Absolutely, why not? Absolutely, why not? Right, let's quickly go to, uh, we've got lots of people who wanted to join, so we're going to be getting through people thick and fast. But we're going to go to Ellie, who was leaving us uh, some messages. And you were worried before the goal was conceded, Ellie, there you, oh, you know how to do it, about uh, about Daniel Backman in goal and not controlling his area. On the goal, did you think that, that uh, it came down to that or was other factors? Oh, Pete, it's just painful. Like, I've had the worst Saturday <laughs> afternoon ever, and I'm quite surprised. I've not had a drink yet. So the first thing that went wrong, the hive effed up, as it always does. And it does. So I had to then get my mum, who is 65 years old. I had to teach said sweary mum how to stream. I then had to explain <laughs> to sweary mum what a stream actually was so that she could watch the game. Um, and then mum came up with a new swear word. For was this for Portius, was it? Portius, yeah, was it, it yeah. was. And she called him a prick, Justin, and she was very firm about it. Shocking. And then, she, and then she said that, well, Bashman and I completely agree with her, actually. I said bollocks, and she went, yeah, I agree, Ellie. She said Bashman is a absolute bellend and I was like oh mum that's a new swear word for you too and he should have saved it and then the worst part was I've just seen the table and the twats from up the road are six expertly summed up there I think (laughs) so happy Saturday fellas happy Saturday and Happy Saturday evening, Ellie. Go, you go and pour yourself a drink. I there will, and I will continue to listen to the podcast. As always, boys, you do an amazing job. Um, oh, wonderful. Bless you, bless you, bless you. There okay. there you go. There, there, There's Ellie and her sweary mum and her new sweary mum's word. And today's word we're bringing you is bellend. There we are. Lovely. I'm, I'm very, very pleased with that. And those twats up the road, a big hello to We Are Luton, hello. currently listening after their 1-0 after, after their win at Birmingham. Hello. He's on tonight. He, he's on tonight. He wasn't so much on the other day was he but there we go he's on tonight he's on now we're gonna go we're gonna go into the realms of the strange here we're gonna go and add a Watford fan and we're gonna add our Sheffield United fan both from the United States of America this is great this is this is revolutionary Chad if you hit your mic button down the bottom left and Jack if you do the same there you go Chad Chad here hello Chad how you what's doing what's going on what's going on guys you know we're, we're, we're licking our wounds slightly but hey we thought it was a good game but Jack you've also got Jack who is who's there from Virginia hey Jack hello there you go we've got American people talking about football in England I like this very much now Chad being on of the Sheffield United persuasion I have to warn you that Jack thinks that beans on toast is a ridiculous idea you have visited this fair island have you tried beans on toast and what are your thoughts yeah I, I enjoy them I enjoy them I don't have Ooh. I don't have any Ooh. problem with it I ordered it every time Jack I could <laughs> Jack Jack what is your problem with beans on toast sir doesn't make any sense uh, <laughs> you have you have toast for breakfast and you can spread you know butter or jam or or, or peanut butter or whatever you like on it and Beans go with a steak or chicken at the end of the night. It's just, you're mixing two meals and it's just not working. There you go. There you go. Jack, I will be back with you. We're going we're gonna to talk to Chad, then we're going to come to you there. So that's lovely. Right. So let's go, oh. to, uh, let's go to Chad. Chad, before, before we come to Jack, 
What were your thoughts on the game from a Sheffield United point of view? You've seen the game. You've seen all the other games. What did you make of the Watford performance in the game overall? I, well, first of all, our, our stream on uh, Sheffield United's end was absolute crap because I completely missed a fair amount of the first half, but I saw all of the second half. I mean, we weren't, we didn't deserve to lose, and you guys really didn't deserve to lose. It was just a muck up at the back, and the own goal goes in. I think it's at the end of the day, it probably deserved as we talked about to be a draw i mean there really wasn't much in it we didn't have i mean we turned the screw for a little bit in the second half and then you guys went behind and had more possession i threw surely thought that we weren't going to clear the ball off the line you guys are going to toe poke it in it was going to finish one one and i think it that's what it should have finished is either nil nil or one one but i mean you guys were unlucky on the day and now the bleeding that sheffield united had uh suffered over the two back-to-back recent defeats keeps us going and gets us closer to our goal of promotion and with burrow dropping two nil to thank you west brom we restore the gap back to seven points with game in hand it's the lunacy of the uh of the championship mm-hmm. you could never rely on it to go any which way any which way at all but there we go well chad look sir Good luck for the rest of the season, as we said the other day. Obviously, we would have liked to have at least taken a point today, and I thought we were in with a good shout of it, but we didn't take our opportunities. You did, and I think the one thing you looked, I think, more so than us was organised at set pieces, both attacking and defending, which was great. I do have to say, though, and uh, John mentioned earlier on, he also listened to the the Sheffield United stream, as did I. Well, whoever was doing the the, the co-commentary on the actual uh, Sheffield United TV piece on it, uh, yeah, on the SUTV, I have never heard a more biased, and, and let's face it, we listened to the Burnley one. It was incredible because everything we did was lucky. Everything you did the same was brilliant. <laughs> but it was really good. And then at half time, it went to the guys in the studio, which included uh, Brian, Brian Dean yeah. and, Ke- and, and Kevin Gage. And they were completely balanced. They said, basically, Watford, you know, probably had the better of the first half. And, you know, what can we do, you know, to try to get back in there? So it was a real game of two halves in terms of in terms of the uh, the coverage from Chef from the from the official Sheffield uh, channels there today. But anyway, sir, good luck for the rest. I think we got Noah waiting on, so we'll bring him on as well. But in the meantime, cheers, Jad. We'll catch you soon, cheers, sir. Bro. We will go to let's go across to the man who is who just suggested that the baked beans and chicken was actually something, uh, Mr. Jack. Jack, house. Hello, sir. Bring you back in there. Hello, hello, sir. <laughs> Same side of the pond. What what was your view of uh, of proceedings? Frustrations. First, let me say that Welcome to Wrexham is a great show. Uh, <laughs> I didn't even tease him on that. It has been nope, picked up. Nope, upon. But uh, no, it's uh, wonderful. I have two chief complaints about far away. One, they interrupted my viewing of the Six Nations in the morning. How dare you have that at the same time as Ireland versus Italy? I think you got that, though, the wrong way around, surely. How dare they have Ireland and Italy at the same time as uh, Sheffield United versus Watford? I, I like both, but of, of course I turned all my attention to the Watford game uh, when, when 10 o'clock rolled around. Uh-huh. But the, the second chief complaint, Ellie, I think it was, already mentioned it, uh, the absolute bellens who are in, in the technical <laughs> department of Watford need to spend some time in the Tower of London for Hive Live is just burning to the ground. It's absolutely useless. The fact that I paid £10 for that is highway robbery and just... Ah. Okay. I think I think a number of people are applauding you on that point. So a lot of people who were watching it via Hive Live didn't or didn't very much. So fair enough. So um, And on the game itself? The game itself, I... <laughs> I'm not sure if I have the answers anymore. Not that I ever did. I'm not, you know, I'm not a footballing genius. It just seemed like we couldn't get out of second gear. 
at any point during this game. We would try to, you know, push forward for a while and then, well, Hive Live would cut out and and then Sheffield would uh, would take the ball and go the other way. It was, you know, very back and forth. Absolutely, end to end. But it was it was also just just more of the the lack of belief in oneself from the entire team. I think that uh, is is causing our inability to finish or even create chances in the final third. So, you, so you think it's a lack of confidence in that respect in terms of pulling the trigger. I don't know if you got to see it. The opportunity that Keenan Davis had when the ball was threaded to, into him and he kind of got his body in front of the defender, had the opportunity to lift it or to strike either either, either or, and he kind of paused, hesitated, call it what you will. And there was a slight nudge from, from his right-hand side. And yes, he was off balance, but he went over, you know, and it's one of those sort of, surely in that position, what we're asking for is somebody to pull the trigger and then worry about whether or not somebody gets a, a shove later on. I, I think that was, for me, not pulling the trigger was was Keenan Davis's biggest crime today. Would you agree? Or were there more frustrations, other areas of the pitch for you? I would accuse more than just Davis of that crime. I think there's a widespread, you were mentioning this last week, uh, attempt mm-hmm. to create the perfect shot. And sometimes we don't get a chance in any event when we try to do that. Uh, so I really just think we need more shithousery in this squad. Create chaos. It doesn't have to be pretty. Throw things forward, and something's going to go in the in the back of the net eventually, and that's all we need. Very good. More shithousery is needed. I like that. I like that very much indeed. Young, young James Morris played at left back, got forward, got a really telling cross in on one occasion. What mark would you be giving him out of 10 for this evening? I love the way he's been playing for us. I don't see him losing his starting spot anytime soon. I'd give him an 8. An 8 out of 10. So we've got a 7 and we've got an 8. That's very good. We've covered the fullbacks already. Excellent well, stuff, Jack. Well, I was just going to say, you've managed to cover two of the brighter spots. You're, you're going to get some lower ratings later on, I would bet. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Don't worry. We'll be going there soon. Absolutely. Jack, will we will we be looking forward to one of your blog entries? Uh... Yes. I'll, I'll be putting uh, one up there and I don't know if you want this to also go up on the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes, but um, I also... I'm starting to write uh, stuff about American rugby, uh, Major League Rugby, just uh, started up this uh, past couple of weeks. And so if anyone has any interest in that, I'm writing stuff on that too. Well, send that across or send us where the link is. And what we'll do is we'll advertise the link out for you. But obviously the stuff that goes on the DNSYE website blog is going to be Watford based, but we'll certainly give a link to anybody who wants to know what's going on rugby way, uh, other side of the pond, even in the States. Very good. Very good. So we've got both that. that cheers, Jack. Catch you later, mate. So we Thanks. will... Uh, we will go across to uh, to Rich WFC two squad number seven point five. As we know, Rich, sir, what were your thoughts on the on the game against uh, second in the table, Sheffield United? Yeah, good, good evening, guys. Um, I'm really conflicted actually. Part of me is bloody angry, and part of me is thinking, okay, there was some really nice stuff. But I think where the nice stuff started and finished was when uh, loser went off and it was actually the 56th minute actually not the 65th minute I think Mr. Parslow said which to me is even more staggering and the look on um, loser's face said it all um, he was not ready to come off he had another 10-15 minutes in the tank and we completely to me we lost the game at that moment and once again you're having to look at Billich and think what on earth was that all about it's a pre-planned substitution I don't care what anyone says but this is about in-game management we're playing the team that are second in the championship 
and we more than matched them for that period of time. And then we lost control of the game, in my opinion. And it's just so hugely frustrating. And then we have, you know, we know, well, as far as I'm concerned, we have a very poor keeper and there was poor tactics. And we have a goalkeeper, again, rooted to his bloody line on any set piece. Ball hits, Porteous goes, I think, through his legs and over the line. And it's just the same old story. And, you know, we've not had a shot on goal of any real note, have we? I mean, let's be honest about it. We played some nice football for 50-odd minutes minutes and we were more and more than in the game in the first half and we were spraying it around but the control that loser has of the of the team as did Will Hughes back in the day you know how we've not gone to replace or have a a similar player to him in the transfer window. We all said we needed another midfield player. You know, Coney's doing all right. He was a bit harsh to be dropped today. He did all right the other night, but it was the right mm-hmm. decision. And you see the difference once Loser went off that pitch today. And um, I'm trying to stay positive because I still think, you know, there's a you know there's some very winnable games coming up. I do fear for Billich though. You know, am I a Billich out? I don't really know. As I say, I'm really conflicted tonight. I'm out, I have to have a word with myself later. But I just I can't I can't work it out. I can't. At the end of the day, you live or die by your decisions on the touchline. If the if the physios or the medical team are saying loser's got 50 minutes in him, you decide in the game. Has he, has he really got 50 minutes in him? You know, is that 50 minutes of full out? Is that 50 minutes of spraying it around and jogging around? You know, what is 50 minutes for a football player? He's just come out from half time. He's just had a break at half time for 15 minutes and he's on the pitch for another, uh, what was it, 11 minutes. It just yeah. doesn't make sense to me. That's where managers earn their corn. And if Billich is just becoming a bit of a yes man, and thinking, well, I ain't going to be here next year anyway, then we're in trouble. So maybe we do need to make a change. You know, however many games are left, and there's, you know, four or five really winnable games coming up now. But but tonight, we're probably in the position in the table that is about right. You know, we're eighth. You know, you just look at it and think, well, you know, we've had three good, good, tough, we've had three tough games. You know, I mean, they're all tough in this league, but, you know, Burnley, West Brom and Sheffield United, we've got four points out of those games. Okay, not the worst return uh, with only one of those games being at home. So, okay, but it is very frustrating. And there's one other thing that is concerning me, and I don't know if anybody else has said this or picked up on it. João Pedro, I think, needs relieving of the captaincy pretty damn quick because since he's been captain, that isn't the João Pedro that we've been used to. The amount of misplaced balls, he's not in the game enough. He, you know, he just is a wonderful player, but he's so many misplaced passes at times today, trying to do too much, and he's looking around, trying to cajole, trying to be a captain, you know, bless him at whatever he is, 21. He doesn't need that at this time. He doesn't need it. It might be a a sign of, you know, we recognise what a great player you are and fair play, but I think it's a mistake. I think it's backfiring, and we've lost the João Pedro that we had, you know, before, and I hope that's changed, but um, maybe a small thing, but it's just something I've observed the last few games and thought, whoa, you know, where's he gone? You who, know? Would you, um, um, who would you give it to, Rich? It's a great question. I mean, uh, you know, do you go early and go with Portis? I like a centre-half as a captain. You know, we haven't got a midfield player that plays 90 minutes to, to actually give it to maybe Chowdhury. Maybe Chowdhury might be the man. I don't know. He bloody works hard enough to warrant the shirt, warrant the captaincy. I mean, I always get a little bit, and I might be slightly contradicting myself here, but, I, you know, I'm always a bit funny about 
one person being a captain anyway. You should have bloody 11 captains on the pitch to me, but we haven't got anything like that in the team. So Porteous or, Ch- or Chowdhury maybe. They're, you know, maybe Chowdhury's the only one playing pretty much 90 minutes every week. And I hope he still does. He looked like he got a bit of an injury there in the game. So whether that will be another bloody player out for a few games, who knows? He had his leg pretty well strapped up there. But uh, I know if any man will get back, he will. But it, it does, it's a big concern. Um, it's a big concern um, with Pedro, in my opinion. I think he's a, he's wasted at the moment. And he's, he's, he's spending too much of his brain power trying to be a captain rather than being João Pedro, the, the brilliant player that he is. Yeah, so I'm really conflicted tonight. Um, and I, I think Bilic is in trouble. I, I, I generally do. I think people will be looking for Monhai tonight thinking, has he got enough conviction in his own convictions to basically run this football team? Or is he listening to too many people on the sidelines? Do you honestly think, I mean, I know I'm, bloody going to be boring for some people but do you honestly think Graham Taylor would be listening to a bloody medic telling him from his XG or his computer screen that this player's got 56 minutes in him so I've got to bring him off when he's having a brilliant game? Nah, sorry and there's a lot of managers out there that wouldn't have done that and and I think that's killing us and um, you know it killed us today we haven't got a goal scorer in the team Davis bless him I, and I do support Davis and I still will I still think he brings others into the game would you start him next Saturday or would you put you yes, would 100% we're playing at home to Preston you know this isn't Sheffield United or Burnley 100% I don't see anything in um, well obviously I don't know I, I can't understand what a Sombra Long is even doing in the squad I mean you know you've got a Sprillian not in the squad today you got Martins who okay I've not particularly been impressed with but these are two young well thought of players I can't believe Esprilia is not getting a kick I'm told very reliably from a, a very reliable source that they think he's he's got nothing in the tank at the minute and they're trying to give him a rest but I mean, he's 18 years old I mean I know there's not a lot of him but I don't get it I'm not saying he can play centre forward obviously Aruju you know, he's air-shotted there in the last kick of the game. You know, he had his great chance there and he's air-shotted it. <laughs> he hasn't done enough to warrant the shirt, but there'll be a lot of people on there thinking, no, Davis is rubbish. And I, I, you know, he isn't rubbish and he does a lot of stuff off the ball. And if you actually go to the games and, and go live, you'll see that. You'll see what he does off the ball and you'll see. But it ain't happening for him at the minute. The guy needs a goal. You know, there's no question about it. He had a, a header that he probably should have scored on and he was sort of miskicked. Well, he didn't miskick. He nearly got brought down for a penalty, but he didn't quite get there quick enough and he needs a goal and um, I want him playing against Luton anyway, whatever happens because he hates the Luton. But I don't know, it's, it's who else is there? Getting rid of Bayo, I still I still shake my head and think Bayo over a Somber longer every day of the week. I don't get it. Bayo had a nasty habit of scoring goals. Nasty habit that, you know, but um, he got pounded out and uh, yeah, whatever. But we should have better. We should have better. Frustrating, really frustrating. Indeed, indeed. Well, as you mentioned, uh, both Chowdhury and Loser, I'm going to ask you, sir, for your marks out of 10. No half numbers. You can't ask me for a, a round number. What are you this on is, about? This is who are you asking me about? I'm, I'm, going to ask, I'm going to ask for Davis. You're going to ask about Davis? I'm going to ask you for Davis. Yeah, uh, I have to be honest, and it was a, a, a six today. You couldn't, I couldn't be any higher, and I... And I and I prefix that by saying, well, that's just as I have just said, I would pick Davis over anything that we have available at the moment, sadly. But yeah, he's still he's still enough for me. But six, it wasn't good enough today. Simple as six, that. 
6.2, 6.3. I'll give you your round number. I don't want oh, you, you having sleepless nights. <laughs> <laughs> the first the first time we did, whoever doesn't know, the first time we did this against Manchester City last season, <laughs> and we, we, we threw we threw to, uh, I think it was your first call in, wasn't it, It Rich? was, very um, much so, yeah. And everybody else had gone with whole numbers, and this bloody maverick who we brought on said 7.5. <laughs> and I'm busily trying to type it into the BBC, which is... Website is just looking at me, going, "Are you an idiot?" And the answer is yes, yes. Rich, fantastic call as always, sir. I'm Cheers, sure we'll, uh, we'll we'll chat to you after Preston, mate. Take care. Have a good yep. week. Have a Thank good week, you guys. Take care. There, go, there goes Rich. Squad number seven point five for a reason. That's all we're saying there. Right. Though, let's quickly go back across the states to and to the other half of the red half of Sheffield to Noah. Noah, if you hit your mic button at the bottom left, hello, hey. Noah. How are you, sir? I'm doing well. How are you lads doing? Yeah, yeah. No, we're very good we're very good indeed obviously a good result for you did you get to stream the game with any kind of quality enough to have a view on the game well uh, the first 15 minutes uh SUTV was all messed up and so um i missed probably the first 15 minutes but yeah then it kicked back in and mm. um yeah they really need to sort themselves out SUTV unfortunately uh, you you have you have good company in that hive live is uh, well i think i think the word bellend has been used so far today which, <laughs> yeah. which definitely isn't complimentary about it I, that might have been Backman. I'm not sure. One of the two. Anyway, what do you what did you think of the of the last 75 minutes of the game, at least? So, I mean, it was a close one today. I it was razor thin the margins, and you know, look, uh, it, a game of inches. It goes one inch uh, your way, and you know, it's a draw, one one. Um, and you were basically unlucky to concede that goal. I, it was an absolute mess of it made at the back. Um, and, you know, I, I, it was said on the live stream, look, the other, the reverse fixture, first game of the season, that, that game was razor thin as well. Uh, you know, there could have been two draws or uh, as it ended up, a win, a win for Watford, a win for United in the reverse fixture here. So, yeah, I mean, look, it, it was exciting at times. It, it was a one nil for the neutrals, which I'll say. Uh, I, I think if you're a neutral watching this game, you're pretty pleased with the enjoyment of it. Ultimately, much needed win for United. We really, really needed to get the monkey off of our back. You know, two consecutive losses in our two previous games. Um, I think we're going to get done in in the midweek in the cup by by Tottenham. But yeah, we just want to focus on the league. It was good that Borough lost today. That West Bromwich Albion did the business over Borough. Um, so, yeah, hopefully we can extend our lead and hopefully promotion is soon for United. Well, sir, good luck. Thank you very much for calling in all the way from, is it sunny California? Yeah, I'm in Los yeah. Angeles where it's absolutely yeah. pissing down right now. <laughs> if there's if there's one thing that will put somewhat frustrated Watford fans on the road coming away from Sheffield, going south. It's the fact that it's pissing down in LA. I'm, I'm pleased with this. This is good news. This is good news. Though. Well, sir, look, have, have a great weekend and obviously have a great rest of the season. Our, our, our kind of, our kind of uh, fights with the top, with the top uh, six are pretty much done. We need to try to see what we can do to get back into it. But Noah, have a great weekend and thank you very much for your call, sir. Wonderful stuff. Wonderful stuff. Right. Hi, this is Jay Demerit, and you're listening to the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. 
So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with Mook Delivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. So now we need to go across to Mr. Rob Sterry. Rob, hold on, mate. I'm just trying to add you in fingers and thumbs here. And then we'll be coming to uh, Wendover Horn, who's been at the game. Then we'll be going to Uncle over in the States. And then we'll be going to uh, Jason and John and all of that sort of good stuff. Rob, if you hit your mic button at the bottom left, sir. Rob, how are you doing, sir? Oh, hey, guys. Yeah, I'm, I'm a little frust- <laughs> a little frustrated, to be honest. Um, not surprised. Not surprised. Yeah, not because Hive Live was absolutely dog shit, but just... <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, managing to mention it. Well done, everybody, for Rob there. Excellent, good shout. Yeah, cool. just I feel like playing out of the back, we look pretty good. Getting it across into their half, I think we look good. And then we get to the final third, and we run out of ideas. You know, aside from the couple of chances that Davis had and a couple of others here and there, I feel like we get it out wide to Sar or to Sema into Pedro. We go across, we come back across, and we just have no one to unlock the defence. We've tried Sombolonga, we've tried a Rouge, we've tried Davis. We just, I don't feel like we look like scoring. I'm not, not confident we're going to get goals. And I don't know what the answer is. Well, I mean, on, on Monday, you know, and Sema, uh, okay, it, they, they were scruffy goals. They come from errors. But hey, look at our goal conceded today. It came from an error. You know, all, almost all football goals come from an error or two or three. But we, we got it into the mixer. We kind of, we, we, we bought a ticket to the raffle. Uh, Sema, I don't know if you've noticed for, for me, he seemed oddly quiet and didn't quite. It, it all felt a little bit after the Lord Mayor's show with him in in general. Was I was I, am I being um, am I being too pernickety about no, that? He was anonymous. Um, I think yeah, we didn't see a lot of him today. We tried him on the left. We tried him on the right. It wasn't working. But I think my point is that we've got a yeah. player that is essentially you know scored goals in the championship last season in Keenan Davis. We have João Pedro and yeah. Star, who we know about. You know, 40, 50 million pound players that we're looking at here. We've got a Rouge who's tipped to be a Champions League star for Benfica. Forget us on Belonga, by the by. But we've got an attacking force that should be capable of scoring more goals than they are. And, you know, yeah, I mean, we scored three goals on Monday. Um, but I don't know. We don't have the consistency. And I, and I worry for the rest of the season that we're just not good enough to to mount a charge that's going to get us to the playoffs and and through to, up to the Premier League again. Yeah, no, it's 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 a concern. And just as things at the back are being, I mean, okay, yeah, that that set piece there needs to be sorted out. That's hopefully something that can be sorted. We would hope with some coaching. But as Porteous and who have given us a bit more stability. The focus has absolutely turned from shipping the goals to, to trying to create them with some level of regularity. And yeah, very, very frustrating. Even though I, I still thought if it if it had ended nil nil, I know I know what my start up line would have been tonight. It would have been why have I enjoyed a nil nil more than I enjoyed just winning three two on Monday because I thought as a game the back and forth it's there, but obviously it's it's always tainted by. It, even though I agree entirely with what you say, Keenan Davis there. In terms of the opportunities that fell to him, is it just kind of is it just one of those things that we have to go with his physicality, or do you think we need a different combination up front? And what would your thoughts be about you know shifting to two up front, perhaps? Yeah, I mean, I said that to some of the guys on the WhatsApp group during the game. That yeah, I would like to see. Ah. It I would like to see 
potentially Davis and Arouge. We haven't really seen that combination yet, right? A big guy and someone that can have a goal go in off his thigh or his butt. And I, I don't know what the answer is, but I would like to see something different because it's the same same. Um, just you know, moving players around, and but it just feels like we're we're getting the same same not necessarily the same result, but the same patterns of play every week. But there's just not that level of confidence that we're going to go and score two three goals to win a game. No, no, no. Fair enough, fair enough. Well, you called Semmer as, as anonymous, but I'm not going to ask your your number for him. I'm going to I'm going to ask your your number out of ten marks out of ten for what we got out of Ishmael Asar today. <laughs> Probably below five, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. No, no. Yeah, Justin, Justin, do not be leading the witness. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm struggling to be anything over a five, but that's Saar for every other game, isn't it? Like one game, he's a he's a seven or an eight, and then he's back down to a five again. That's Saar's problem. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm very gonna true. Go, very gonna true. Go gonna go five. Gonna go five. So, Rob, thank you ever so much as always, mate. Um, we need to get you. You've you've done had a few calls in. We need to get you a a, a squad number, sir. That's something we definitely need to need to do. We're going to be. Uh, we're going to be ramping up the squad numbers very soon, so that uh, so when there's a shout out for it, please do let us know what squad number you want and what squad name you want, and we will get that done for you, sir. Great call, Rob, as ever. There's Rob concerned about the, the lack of consistent avenues by which we can reliably create goals, pretty much because there aren't any. It seems to be kind of uh, fa- fairly random in that respect. Now let's hear which bus lane, Mister Greg Thicker, Mister Wendover Horn, might be in. Always oh, in a bus lane there. Hello, we've mate. Got, oh, we've got. Hello, sir. Hello, sir. You were in the. You were in there. What was the atmosphere like uh, during the game, and then and then after? And what do you want to tell us about your day uh, being up at Bramall Lane? Well, we, we had a rather nice lunch. <laughs> um, you know that, 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 that yeah, I've got a car full. We, we, yeah, we had a, we had a nice lunch. That was rather enjoyable. The game uh, was frustrating, Pete. Isn't it just frustrating. We looked like strangers up front in the final third. They looked. Do you know what I mean? They looked like strangers. They they look like that they're they're doing everything off the cuff up front up front. They don't look they don't look like that there's anything planned up front. Which you have to look at the coach, don't you? And you think what, what do you do in the week? I th- I also thought our um, tacking set pieces were absolutely woeful. That's where you win games in this league. And our set pieces, would you agree? Our set pieces were terrible. Well. I mean, the the thing is for me, but please, anybody else who has a different opinion to this, don't take this as gospel by any means because it's just an idiot talking. But you look at a team like Sheffield United and they can they can win, you know, in a way today that was, yes, a set piece. They can make use of somebody like Ollie McBurney, who I personally think is quite underrated because he's just fucking awkward all yeah, the yeah, time bad. to, to, yeah, to deal bad. with. Yeah. And he create and he creates space and they've got and die getting up in and around him. They'll create something out of that out of that sort of chaos. But also at set pieces, they've got somebody like Norwood who or and uh, Fleck who tend to deliver the ball into areas. They've got big, you know, uh, uh players, you know, Sheffield United are reasonable at set pieces. They're yeah. not bad on the deck either. They've got you know they can play through Sanderberg. They can do various things. We tend to be the the, you know, we'll, we'll play it nice and I hate the phrase, but kind of a bit tippy tappy, um, yeah. you know, and we'll, we'll, give, we'll give it to our good players and hope that they can unlock something magical. And I think your point about are they coached is is the question. And I saw you know, somebody uh, this week who, who basically said, you know, you look at what we've got, you, you know, you've probably got one of the best forward lines, but it's it's probably the worst coached forward line. 
yeah. and yeah. and you know that's how it appears. Um, yeah. Hello, Luke, by the way, it, and and that is how it kind of feels because every as everybody said, we get to the final third, we run out of ideas, we run out of of movement, we run out of yeah. options, um, and, it, and it's frustrating. Whereas whereas you see other teams, and at least they've got they they know ah oh, the ball is in this position, I make this run, I go here, I, I make that run, and I drag a player out and I create space for somebody who's going to move up. Whereas everything does feel very improv. It feels off the cuff, yeah. as you said. I, I, very much so. You know, Sheffield have also got Egan that can make a throw into a corner. You yeah. know, we've never had it. Well, we, we have. We had Bromby, didn't we? But yeah, I think that's, that's a I think that's a right asset in this division. Somebody who can hurl it in. I, th- I think that's really dangerous. Uh, I, I think it's an asset in any division. And by the way, I don't mean that as a anything other than a compliment to yeah. a team to be able to win or create chances in a number of ways because the, the whole idea is you're playing them go and cause chaos in their back line however you do it prettily or yeah. otherwise go and do it yeah. sorry mate go on yeah on the loser point that was planned I, I didn't go to the bar at half time so I was nursing my back bad back and sitting down they put Kone through a big big half time warm up and a, and a tactical half time warm up you knew not long into the second half Cody was going on I agree with Rich that we lost something when Loser went off. I thought Loser was outstanding today. However, if the medics tell him so many minutes, say Slav would have played him at an additional 10 or 15 and we would have pulled up injured, we would have been the first to criticise, wouldn't we? And yeah. said, oh, you, sh- you should have managed him. So it's six of one, half a dozen of the other with that. So whether you be cautious or, or, or you go for it. Greg? Now, um, Go on. Sorry, uh, are you starting Davis on Saturday or are you going to put somebody else up front to start the match? Yeah, I I mentioned to you, we you know we went for, a, for something to eat in the week, didn't we, lads? And I said I'd play two up. I'm, I'm changing it. I'm playing two up. We've got well, who is meant to be a well-beater there in, in Arouge. He's obviously not a, a hold-it-up man. He obviously wants to play off somebody. Give it a go. Let's go two up. Let's go for it. Let's just go for it. I'd rather go down fighting and going for it than than a halfway house with one up. You know, if we don't achieve our goals and we've had a really, really, really good go for it with two up, fair play. But if we don't make the playoffs, playing one up in a halfway house, I think I, th- I think we'd be kicking ourselves. Yeah, I agree with you. I agree. Be frustrated, absolutely. Do, do you want my opinion on Billick? Oh, okay. Yeah, go on. Give yeah. us, give us your opinion on Billick. Yeah, I know Ron will be coming later. I'm not a Billick out man, as you know. However, mm-hmm. I think we all agree, we all know that there's two camps within within Watford. You've got the Manga camp and you've got the Billick camp. If they are going to twit, whichever side they're going to go, if they're going to go Manga, and Manga has got somebody already lined up for next season. Do it now. Do it now. If we bring... Fair enough. Now, I wouldn't change Billick if we're bringing somebody in just to try and get us over the line this season. I'd go for a long-term situation. So, yeah, if it's a if it's a manga man that he's got lined up and he's going to be the man for next season, might as well bed him in now. If not, we stick with Billick. Fair enough, sir. Fair enough. Now, you have four people in the car and all? I do. You do. Right. So, we're going to go for a consensus. We're going to ask the entire car here and then we'll take the average. What mark out of 10 is each one of your passengers and yourself going to give for Yao Pedro performance today? Tell so, boys, you have six. We have one six. 
Fred, what was that? Seven. Matty, Matty's asleep. What 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 score for Jan Pedro out of ten? <laughs> five. Five. He said five, and I'm I'm right. saying I'm saying seven. Seven. Oh, you you would do that, wouldn't you? Honestly, you divide it by four. I know. I, I know. Jow to release the ball a bit quicker. I would like him to release the ball a bit quicker. I don't Fair think enough. I don't think it's anything to do with being captain. I uh, I think captains neither here nor there these days with the coaching areas as they are. I think I think the the head coach is basically the captain bellowing from the technical area. I don't. Uh, I, I don't. I personally don't think the captaincy is uh, hampering his game, but uh, I just like to see him release the ball a little bit quicker you may not think that the uh the captaincy is ha- hampering his game however rich wfc2 will be very pleased because your cumulative score for yao pedro is 6.25 <laughs> is so, it now <laughs> yeah, there you go six and a quarter we're in fractions here as ever oh yeah, dear, yeah, oh, dear, yeah, oh, dear. Yeah. <laughs> right guys i'm glad you had a good lunch um and uh, and shame about shame about the result but, uh, never mind but have a safe journey back there goes uh, there goes mate. wendover horned and crew cheers guys thank you very much much indeed. Right, there they, there they go. There they go. There they go. Right, we're going to go to Uncle. But first of all, I'm just going to quickly let in um, somebody else who was attending the game and uh, is driving in an all-electric car, I believe. And you That's can tell. You can tell by the background That's a noise. Fucking mistake. Let's, let's, before we start anything, I'm thoroughly fucking miserable about driving up here today. This is the worst fucking idea I ever had. And I've had nothing but whinging and pissing from everyone that's in this vehicle. Fucking two, right? Three stops on the way up. It took us five hours to get up here today. <laughs> electric vehicles in the future then, are they? Um, I'm going to say no. Hybrids. I'm going to say no. I'm going to say that the train is the best option. That's That's got electric. I'm a fan of pet part of it, but yeah. No, it's been a, it's been a pretty bad day in the in the world of Carlos. He's, he's not had a good day. Sorry, when you say Carlos, do you mean Carlos or Carlos? Yeah, Carlos. Yeah, yeah. Anything and everything on that one. Yeah, it's it's not it's not been good. Not been good. I mean, if you want to talk about football, we can. If you don't, that's cool. Well, as long as we're not Whatever you like. By what? doing so, yeah. I, yes, mate. It's going down. What a percentage! By, <laughs> this, this battery drains by looking at it. It's fucking honestly. I, uh, I'll tell you a very quick story before we move on. Um, we we stopped in the services today, at, like a car park, and we found this charger. Put it in, couldn't get it to work. Fucking around with it, and then managed to get it to work. I was like, yeah, it's brilliant. And then I saw a man lift the other side off, like the other connector. So I thought, I walked back over just to make sure it's all right. And the thing had fucking switched off. So I pissed around. I said to this guy, I've never met this guy before. I said, please don't touch anything. Just leave it alone. All right. So I I left him sitting in his car for an hour. Okay. I came back to it and it put how much did it put on? About 10%. 10%. 10%. Yeah. <laughs> Even that. I was like, it was awful. What Annoying. has happened here? This is not the future, guys. Go, I love polar bears, but quite honestly, fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> and there you go. You're listening to the Green Channel. Yes. <laughs> God, it's Jeremy Clarkson. <laughs> so yeah. So it's it's not been it's not been an altogether successful electric vehicle venture up to Sheffield. No. Who who would who would have guessed that going Going up and back, going beyond the car's mileage might might do this to No, you. no, I, I never that's, mind. That's the best bit. It, it, by everything I can see in front of me, we should be able to get home yeah, on one charge. Right. But it, 
I think the fact that this vehicle is as about as aerodynamic as a moon is is cause it's just a it's, big breeze block. It's causing you know some. There's a bit of drag. I mean, Hemel half left the, the fucking door open earlier, petrol, which didn't help me. We should have stuck with a petrol. Thanks. Hello, there's, there's Taylor, everybody, uh, sing, singing. You will you will know Taylor from previous hits, such as, yes, of course, Carl, I'll jump in that. Um, so there we go. So, Carlos, sir, I'm going to ask you and the and the, the the crew in the in the flying brick that is uh, that is basically tra- traveling south, traveling south on the M1 with no fucking lights on. Probably no, no, you know, we haven't even got um, to the M1 yet. <laughs> we, had to, we had to wait and get another charge in before yeah. we actually start making a move. <laughs> I refused to leave. I refused to leave until it, I could get any more electricity into it, and it still didn't do any. any <laughs> right, I want marks out of ten from everybody for Daniel. Backman today. Oh. We're going contentious. So, first of all, let's start with Taylor. Taylor, marks out of 10. Danny Backman. Give him a seven. What? What game were you oh, watching? I sent I sensed doubt. Uh, Carlos? Uh, I'll give him a six. Bloody hell. Hemel. Oh, 6.5. Here we go. What was that? 6.5. <laughs> oh, he's getting he's getting above his station, Hemel. Could you slap him down? <laughs> Who have we got in the car? Uh, Who have we got in the car? Is that Jason or is that no, Carl? Col- Colin. Colin's here. Yeah, Colin's here. I'm going for... Colin? Five. Five. What do Batman do? What do Batman do to upset you? Just out of interest. Well, distribution as per normal. Oh, okay. Yeah, distribution was poor. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> They actually oh. got somebody else to kick the ball out for him at we one did, stage. They did, yes. Oh, fair play. Well, all I will say is um, Wendover Horn's team uh, basically gave Yao Pedro 6.25. You have just given Backman 6.125. You've given him six. Amazing. And that alone is the reason you'll be stopping somewhere near Nottingham to put stuff in the yes. car. Right. So, well, I, I bet. Excellent stuff. Because I'll, I'll be running out of charge soon. So uh, see, see you soon, What guys. time are you expecting <laughs> to get home, incidentally? Uh, acor- according to the, the Pratmobile, um, Nine o'clock. Nine o'clock. Right. Uh, does that include stopping for charging or? No, no, nope. that's, nope. that's no, it doesn't. <laughs> it actually does tell us. We, we need, it does actually tell us that we need to stop. Yeah, but it, it thinks we need to stop. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it, don't right, an electric car, guys. But honestly, don't do it. Don't do it. Well, there they go. There they go. The people. Let's talk. Other electric car reviews will be available for you, obviously. But in the meantime, let's let's wing across to Florida to talk to somebody who will want to talk about the game. I'm sure. Which is which is Uncle. He may be stuck in a toilet. I don't imagine he will be today. Uncle, are you there? I'm here. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, we've got that. We we know you from your from your slightly warm tones and the reassuring echo, <laughs> sir. Not what, what was your thought? What what were your thoughts today? And uh, and what were your thoughts on Hive Live? We'd already heard that both Sheffield United and the Hive Live uh, provision was uh, was a little bit shaky. Uh, Hive Live was dreadful. Um, kept going off and just horrendous again. A disgrace, a disgrace. But I'm furious today, Peter, with with the coach. I thought the players did very well the first half. And it was obvious that Sheffield United would get a rollicking at halftime from their manager and that he would change it up. And Rich is spot on. Uh, That was a pre-planned substitution for loser. And who is Bilic listening to? Is it it a brand new sports science department that he personally brought in as a a result of the horrendous injuries we've had this season, the hamstrings? Or is it the same 
the same sports science department that we've had all season who have been absolutely useless managing players and, and their fitness. It's the latter. So what's he doing listening to him? The player himself was visibly furious when he came off. And what managing him, what he can do, what, 60 minutes today? What, what's the next game? Suddenly he can do 90 next week. They lost us the game, that substitution. And for people who are saying, oh, we've got to save him, we've got to save him. There are 12 games left for Watford this season. 12 games left. We're three points behind Millwall and Luton, who are nearest to us in the playoff positions. We're out of the playoff positions. Mm -hmm. And they've played a game less. So the run-in has already started. So he's a coward, this manager, not continuing to play him is a coward. I think Greg is spot on. The set pieces are horrendous. There's no attacking uh, pattern of play. There's no coaching, no obvious coaching. And I said it before. I said it was a disgrace to sack Rob Edwards. He's the better manager. He's doing far better than than Billich with far less resources. But either way, he should Billich should be sacked tonight. What are they? What is what is Pozzo waiting for? <laughs> What is Pozzo? No, seriously, why would you keep him? Why? What, well, what possible reason is there to keep him? We know we 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 know he's gone at the end of the season, pretty much. So why keep him now? Well, if if I echo back to to Rich's comment, which was and and he said, you know, I know I'll bore people, but could you imagine Graham Taylor being told what to do? We have to accept, I think, that Slavin Bilic is not in the Graham Taylor seat. One, he is not the manager; he is the head coach. So he has a very specific area of operation. And does he get to ride Rothschild? over the, the the medics well you could you could argue because he's making the in-game decisions that yes he does but does his authority extend to that possibly not that being said i take your point i take your point on view in terms of we lost control of the center of the park and possession of the ball in the final third of that that game because we weren't keeping the ball the ball wasn't suddenly being retained in, in quite the same manner and with the same level of confidence I didn't think Kone did much wrong when he came on he gave it a good go but loser gives you that fluidity that we've been missing all season we kept the ball and we moved it and I agree with you entirely on the first half sir I've been asking people for their marks out of 10, and I'm going to ask you for that of one player. But then I'm also going to ask you for a mark out of 10 for the decision to remove that then said player, as you just said. So marks out of 10 for losers for 56 minutes and a mark out of 10 for removing him. For the decision, and I'm not putting this at Billich's door, the cumulative Watford collective staff for removing him. And as Justin said quite rightly, if we'd have taken him off and he'd have gone down with an injury, or it might have been uh, Greg Wendover, then we'd all be sitting there saying he should have managed it. So it, it's it's kind of a difficult one to say. What marks would you give out of uh, out of ten for for loser? Eight out of ten. Eight out of ten. Oh wow. Okay. Okay. And the uh, the marks out of ten for taking him off. Zero. There we go. Backable offence tonight. <laughs> tonight. <laughs> tonight. I'm, 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 I'm definitely serious. It's it's it's. Uh, uh, I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing towards you, sir. In terms of in terms of, I do love the fact that when you do make a demand, you also you also add in a time bar on it. You know, in terms of, I don't want it done this evening. Like, that amuses me. I have no idea why. I have no idea why. If we were to uh, if we were to take him off, is there anybody other than Addy Hutter who has become who has become primarily because 
because he has a let's face it a name that we all giggle at for no apparent reason he's almost like the kaiser soze isn't he he's, he's the sort of the, the unnamed shadowy figure that uh, that might be brought in by uh, uh, by ben manga is there anybody else other than uh, uh, other than Adolf that you bring in, or would you just go straight for the man? Straight for the man. Straight for the man. There we go. There we go. Right. Sir, you have a great weekend, sir, and uh, and I hope the weather's better in Florida than it was in L.A. Apparently, it is, quote, unquote, pissing down. It's, it's very sunny, but as Bad Buddy Holly once sung, it's raining in my heart. Oh, oh Graham Taylor's yeah. favourite song. There, you, you can't deny it. The man the man is melodic. He has, he has reverb. It's everything. And then he comes out with raining in my heart. Can you believe it? Can you believe it? Right, let's go to our other provider of fine blog and writing material, Mr. Jason Rose, who I believe is probably going to be making his way back from Bramble Lane, are you, sir? I can hear you. I can hear you. My lovely daughter's in charge of the phone, so, because, you know, oh, well be, be careful, kids. Yeah, so, um, <laughs> where do we begin? I mean, we didn't lose the game because Imran Loser went off. I'll tell you that now. We lost the we lost the game because we, we continually leave people unmarked at the far post from corners. I mean, talk about, they're talking about sackable offence for taking Loser, a sackable offence for just continuously doing the same shit all the time. It's ridiculous. It's, it's madness. I mean, they had, a, they had a warning in the first half, and they left him go, and luckily it was over here. But I would say just a quick one on the Ian loser. We were down by the corner flag. The bloke was fucked. He was knackered. He was shattered. You know, he came out to take a corner and he looked exhausted. So I think he was, his race was run. My Fair my enough. grumble isn't with that substitution. My grumble is with the Asoma Belonga Arouge substitution, which was just odd. I, I, what I don't understand is clearly you bring you bring one of them on and then third, what, what a minute later you bring the other. Why, why are we not just doing a double substitution? It just felt reactionary. I don't. It didn't feel planned. It didn't didn't feel as if there was any thought to it. Because as my daughter said, you know, Keenan Keenan and uh, and Britta Stumbelong literally played a minute together. What, what what did we learn in that? What what yeah, what are we learning in that, kids? Not a great It also it also robs us of another opportunity to make a substitution. Yeah, I, because the number of substitutions you can make five, but only in three it, substitution events. Exactly. So if you make one and then one another minute after, you've you've robbed yourself of another opportunity to make a, a material change to the game yeah, as a coach. Exactly. I, I, I don't I don't see what, what yeah. That that was odd. That that felt odd. You know, it was just a, you know, a very strange thing to do on a, on a long list of strange things that Billich does. I, I'm not, I'm not a Billich out man. I, I'm just, I think we're in this this holding pattern now of wait to see what happens at the end of the year. As as, as sad as that may seem, I, that's what it feels like to me. I feel as if he won't be here. He won't be here at the beginning of next year. But we're we're sort of in limbo at the moment. He's not getting a tune out of players clearly. I would say, I know you've been going through marks and that. I personally would say anybody past Hamza Chowdhury and lose the, the, the front three did nothing. The, the front three as, as a whole. And, and I'd include Zhao on this. So you, I think we've all been a bit kind on Zhao. I, I thought he had a pretty average game today. There is There was guys around me saying he tries too hard. I think there is an element of that. Whether that's the captaincy, I don't know. But he tries to, he tries to walk the ball in. I mean... We get to the 18-yard box, and all of a sudden, we want to turn into bloody prime 1970 Brazil. We're trying to walk it in. We don't shoot enough. We don't ask enough questions. You, know, you made a very good point, Peter. You know, the reason we won the game on, on Monday night was because we we bought a ticket. We won the lottery. You know, you don't shoot, you don't score. Kept getting around the box, and then all of a sudden, we're playing like Barcelona with, you know, Pedro trying to play as Xavi. You know, what are we doing? 
it's just, it's just have, a, have a dig. It was a frustrating afternoon. I thought there were two very, very evenly matched sides. There was very little between it. And it, I did say to my daughter after time, I felt it was going to come down to a free kick, a corner, a throw in. And, and, and so it turned out, you know, it was a tale of two corners. They attacked theirs, obviously worked on their set piece, and it worked. We missed, fluffed our lines at the end. Literally, under nines, goal mouth scramble. And we, we, did, we didn't, we didn't, we just didn't take our chance and, and we walk away with nothing. Yeah, I, I, I just felt overall, overall, I thought we played okay. Kept the ball really well, played some nice stuff at times, but we get in the, we get in the opponent's half and all of a sudden we, we do look clueless. We look like, well, what are we going to do now? What, 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 what are we doing, boys? Because it's, there's no, there's no obvious, you know, well, we get the ball wide, get across. The best bit of play we did all game, all game was the ball when Saar got the ball, James Morris, God bless him, who was excellent again yeah. today. Overlapping run, lovely cross mm-hmm. in the ball. Shao should have scored. It was, it, was his, it was his header, really. And then the ball, I mean, it came off his forehead, and obviously Keenan just couldn't react. But that was and that was the best bit of play. All the other times, we just they just clearly don't know what we're doing. It's, it's so frustrating to watch. really is. We are so close to being a very, very good side, and we're not. I, I think, I think we say, did you say we're 10th? We're 10th this evening. Right. Um, eighth, eighth. That's probably about where we are, really. The defence has been sorted out, organised. They look a decent unit now, apart from the goalkeeper yeah. who seems to have butter, butter fingers at the moment. I mean, he, 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 the goal was, I mean, he dropped the ball twice in, after that as well. And it's just, oh, God. But yeah, I, I think, you know, Imran Ilouz had a, a decent, decent game. Well, yeah, decent game. It's good to see him back. But the boy was knackered. But Hamza Chowdhury was outstanding. I thought, he, I truly do. I, I mean, the man just, you know, as much as I, he pisses me off when we play at home because he's, he's passing the ball backwards and all of it, he was outstanding today. Brilliant. But the rest of them, you know, the forwards don't get nothing out. Ken was quiet. Ismailer did nothing. Keenan, I, I don't know, frustrating. And then we bring the subs on. And I know Justin's been asking, you know, about would, do you play Keenan on, on, on Saturday? But truth is, Justin, there's no one else, mate. You know, the, the, you know Summer Belonga. Honestly, I don't think Toby uh, and the Amy is much, much worse, to be honest. You know, I, 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 you know, and he's a, he's a 17 year old kid. What about a two, Jason? Would you play a two? Oh, like, um, I'd love a two. Suggested? But who, who would we sacrifice? This is the question, isn't it? Who you do you sacrifice? You have to sacrifice someone. Do you, you, you sacrifice Sarah or, or Ken or. Who do you sacrifice? This is the question, isn't it? You know, I'd love to play a two, but I just, I, I just don't know who we sacrifice to make that work. The trouble is, the trouble is, he, he doesn't, he won't stay there, and that's that's his problem is that he won't stay as a centre forward. He'll go disappearing off into midfield, and it's like that, that, that's that's the problem. I'd love us to play, with, I'd love us to play with Keenan and somebody else, proper proper two, you know, maybe a rouge, but somebody has to be sacrificed. And I, I just maybe at home, maybe at home to Preston, maybe you could sacrifice Hamza Chowdhury. You could, and you play loser, and you play, you, you could potentially do that. But that does leave us wide open. That does leave us potentially wide open to counter attack. So. I think our centre of defence is a little bit stronger than it was at the beginning of the season. Um, oh, but you're right. You would have to. You would have to sacrifice someone. You're absolutely right. It's a tough one. But if we're not succeeding with what we're doing, then maybe we need to change it. I don't know. I don't oh, know. It's... Yeah, yeah, totally agree. I mean, we're, we're clearly. I know there are people on the, on the Twitter space, Twitter books, and that sort of thing that keep going on about Ismail Assar. Well, I, I, I counter anybody to anybody to come on here tonight and tell me he had a good game tonight. He, he, was, he wasn't good. You know, it was terrible. 
he, he wasn't good. You know, they even changed the fullback to to basically what looked like an umpa lumpa, and he still didn't get round him. You know, and and it, and it was I just don't know where we go with the lad. When he does get the ball out of his feet, there's no quality there. Maybe he suffers with the Andre Gray thing in that we paid a lot of money for him. That's no fault of yeah. his. That's no, you know, if we paid like two million quid for him, we wouldn't be back an eyelid. But we paid a lot of money for him. I mean, for, for me, the problem with with Saar is the fact that, yes, we did pay a lot of money for him. I get that. If we hadn't have paid a lot of money for him, he wouldn't be playing as regularly or for 90 minutes every single game. He's just not got it. He's not got it. I think what's also worrying is he's going to go for a song at the end of the season. He's going to go for less than we paid for him, which is pretty bad business, really. Oh, there was two lads behind us who were talking about Sar saying, you know, how much do you think you'll go for at the end of the season? That's about 25 million. I don't know what planet they live on. They must have been smoking something because it's just not happening. Nah, uh, 12, 15, if you're lucky, I reckon. Yeah. I'll be closer to 10, personally. Yeah, it's not happening. You know, yeah. so... No. Um, oh, well, there you go. So I've had a moment now. You carry on. Jason, sir, you, you, you've had a rant. Good. I'm, I'm very pleased. This is the place to come and rant. If you want to rant, rant. If you want to support and, and, and dispute what other people's comments are, that's fine. It's just the place to come and have a forum and chat about it. I'm going to ask you for your scores for uh, for Ken Semmer, and I'm going to ask for your daughter's scores for Hamza Chowdhury out of 10. Oh, this is not... What are you, you going to say for... It's an outrage. What it's are you, the easy one. What are you... Uh, Jason, what, what what on earth has made you think that any of this is anything other than an outrage no, at any no, given moment? Like, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You go first. Ladies first. Ladies first. Oh, look at that. A nine. I think it's one of the best games he's played this season for us. Just the consistency. Yeah, he gets a nine from me. And compared to everybody else on that pitch, I think he's brilliant. Yeah, okay. I'd, I'd give him that or 8.23 or some rubbish <laughs> like that. You know, yeah, everybody else is yes. coming up with. You, Greg, Carl's cars and Rich, you're making a conspiracy to make my life hell. I know this. I know. No, this. No, no, what are you going to go? No, no, what are you going to go for, Semmer? Four. I, I, I thought oh, he was. I right. think that's half. He was. Uh, I give him a five. <laughs> <laughs> and five. there you go. There you go, everybody. Five. The. Uh, the the journey back in the in the Rosemobile is going to be an absolute joy as they are. I'm not talking to her anymore. This is an outrage. <laughs> excellent stuff. Excellent stuff. Right. Well, t- guys, have a have a absolutely great and most importantly a safe journey back. I uh, hope you ever get yeah. back. And of course, you're not going to have to stop probably to charge the car, which is uh, which is always a nice thing rather than uh, rather than Carl. Hope you're enjoying your slow trudge home there, Carl. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? <whistles> At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery free in terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. 
This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.